Hi guys, it's Jeff here again with another blog, uh, and uh, this one recorded uh, after Christmas 2021. Um, I hope you had a good Christmas. Um, hope you relaxed as much as you possibly could. And uh, yeah, I've got a nice cup of tea. Um, <laughs> I'm relaxed here as much as I can. Uh, yeah, so basically, I've I've retired, so I, I do get a lot of time. Um, I do get a lot of time. So, uh, yeah, this blog is going to be called "There Are No Good Women," which is a very, very harsh and unfair statement. Um, but I'm going to just break this down and uh, hopefully, you know, even though it sounds harsh, it is a harsh thing to say. Um, when you break it down and look at it in depth, um, you start to see things that you wouldn't have seen before. And uh, so, yeah, I mean, I think. You know, I think that the problem I think we've got here, uh, I'm talking about, is that in history and, you know, over the millennia, um, human nature has developed in certain ways. Uh, and certainly for men, um, they're at a very much a disadvantage because of their desire, the sexual urge. Um, you know, me being an older man, I haven't got that sort of high sexual urge anymore. So it's much easier for me to sort of look beyond the curtain and see actually what is actually happening. And with the help of some really great content uh, creators uh, on YouTube, uh, Coach Greg Adams, my main my favourite one, he's really at the top of his game, and he he did a video uh, yesterday, I think it was about, uh, basically, <laughs> um, you know, how women are really uh, interested in, in money. And, um, you know, that goes back to evolutionary things, uh, reasons for that, that, you know, that... Uh, a woman, a girl, would never be interested in a man. Let's take it, for example, a man who wasn't able to uh, work or a man who was disabled or a man who was poor. Um, she would never be. She would never be interested in a man like that who couldn't provide her with comforts in life and money, let's face it. You would never see a woman um, interested in a, a, a man who was poor, who couldn't uh, get a job. Um, so it really sort of goes so deep, this, and you know, it's all looking at animal nature, really. You know, evolutionary animal nature and, uh, you know, this is the big problem, I think, that uh, human beings think they're so far removed from the animal kingdom 
Uh, I mean, when you look at it, you when you start looking at it, you see that actually, no, 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 not at all. Humans are very close to our cousins, animals, the animal kingdom. We're part of the animal kingdom, let's face it. And so, you know, people kid themselves that we're advanced. I mean, of course, we were far, far too clever for our own good. Um, and uh, so, yeah, I think that girls, they... They have this dynamic where they want to find the the hottest or the strongest or the tallest. They're always looking for the best they can for evolutionary reasons. You know, I'm not I'm not going to hate on women for this. This is part of evolution, okay? Um, and so they would never go for a second best option. They would never go for a guy who might be, you know, short, fat. And, you know, or ugly or, um, you know, not rich or something like this. So it really does come down to materialism and, and you know, the gold did a dynamic and uh, materialism, the money, it comes down to. Um, unfortunately, guys, it comes down to the money. It comes down to the materialism. In all ways, it always comes back to the money. You know, is this man going to be able to, you know, provide? And I think innately, um, a female doesn't really want to work. Or at least she doesn't really want to work hard. And she's always has this... Uh, dream that a, a knight in shining armour, a prince, will come and carry her off her feet to make everything good and you so she doesn't have to work. Now, at me being retired, I feel, at, when I first retired, I felt terrible guilt that I wasn't earning money. I still feel that, really, but now, of course, I'm a bit more aware and I don't feel the same. And so when my uh, my wife works part-time, and every time, you know, she really hates it when she has to go to work. And I sort of sit back and think, hmm, yeah, I don't feel sorry for you because it's your turn. I've had years, i had years and years of stress and worry in my job. And now she's got a little bit of stress and worry and she can't, she really struggles. She doesn't really want to do it. She doesn't really want to work. This is the fact. This is a fact. So, you know, 99% of the time, the females are looking for a man to make her life easy. And... I'm not denying, you know, in the early days of a relationship, I do believe that, you know, there is this very, you can have a very, very strong pull of attraction and love and, and love feelings. You can have a very strong, you know, attraction and uh, in the early days. Um, but it shakes out, it shakes down to the nitty gritty, um, which is, what can he do for me? 
uh, and can he provide me with children or can he provide me with the, the picket fence, the house of the picket fence? Um, and this is something that has been hidden from men pretty well successfully by culture and society. It's been very well hidden for, I don't know, it could be hundreds of years, I don't know. Certainly the last decades it's been hidden very well. Um, you know, and man has been totally and utterly convinced that it's necessary for him to work for the woman's well-being and his family's well-being and put in his own well-being to the very, very last. And, and this is, this is a, such a, such a tough gig because how can you, one individual, put their needs at the very, very end of everybody else's needs? Well, it's due to manipulation. Society, culture, media manipulation, all of these things. And, uh, you know, right from early days, a man is really manipulated to the nth degree. Um, and then the, the sexual urge takes over, of course. Um, and, uh, you know, I think... Uh, You know, you could easily say, well, where, actually, where does the love come into this? Where does the, the good feelings come into this? You know, where does the woman show good feelings towards the man? Where does she actually show love towards the man? And a lot of times... A man would be married and he'll be living without very hardly any affection or love. And, you know, this is such a tragedy, such a, such a tragedy, um, that a man who desperately wants love and affection will actually go without and put himself through hell and high water um, because of this awful conditioning. Um, and you see, I see it, I see this all the time, um, you know, to, to go to a local, um, shopping mall or shopping centre. There's one not too far from here and you see these people charging up, um, I think they come out of sort of uh, South London or something, they, they charge in there top of the range, Range Rovers, um, which are like huge, great big, monstrous, monstrous vehicles. Um, and they park up and then out gets this man, maybe two kids and the woman gets out and, uh, or you see them get back into the car and they've got, the woman has always got several carrier bags of designer clothing, either for herself or for her kids, you know, and the kids have this sort of expensive clothing. And the woman has these, you know, multiple shopping bags from, you know, the designer labels. 
But, you know, there, there's this man attached to this woman. And actually, what, what love and affection does he get? I'd wager he gets some. He gets some token amount that keeps him on, you know, keeps him going. Just as a token amount to keep him going. And I think that's what most marriages descend to. Just enough sex and, you know, affection to keep them, keep it ticking over. I really do believe that. I really do believe that, actually, early on, a woman doesn't really have, you know, much love for a man. Um, and that, again, is a harsh thing to say. But if you imagine being a girl and having men keep hitting on you, you wouldn't value anything that you had an abundance of. It's like, have you had ten chocolate cakes? You wouldn't really appreciate those ten chocolate cakes because you would have an abundance of them and you would be probably fairly sick of them. And I think girls quite quickly, um, you know, they, they have a sort of a you know, a love-hate relationship with males. I don't think they, you know, have a wonderful um, high... They don't hold men in high esteem, you know, especially with media and all of this saying, all the talking about rapes in the media and, you know, all of this sort of uh, bad boy behaviour that they claim... To hate, uh, I mean, I'm not going to say anything is good about bad behaviour, but um, there's this uh, weird dynamic of the the bad boy dynamic, which women actually like, which, I mean, as I say, there's so many opposites in this world. So many opposites to what you would believe. Um... So, yeah, I think most relationships, they boil down, inevitably, they boil down to materialism, um, you know, security, safety. Um, and so those three things, you have to have money to provide security, safety, and, you know, fabric of, life, the fabric of living, food, um, paying for property, uh, paying bills and all this sort of thing. That's where it, that's where it gravitates to. All relationships gravitate to this. Um, and so, you know, somewhere out there on the periphery, there may be some love and affection. Um, but not, you know, as you would expect it to be. You don't see this in the Disney movies. And so, obviously, the reason for me talking about these issues uh, is to sort of just, just sort of, for, as an old man, to sort of say, say to 
It's a young man. Hey, wait a minute. You know, these are the the major, major, major problems you're going to face. Um, and, you know, the best course of action is to remain unattached and not, not attached to one particular female. And the irony, the terrible irony of that is that in actual fact, you can, if you're not attached to one, you can have the pick of several. That's the irony of it. If you if you have an abundance mindset and if you live in the present, you can have, you know, you can have several if that's what you would want. But having a scarcity mindset and having, being attached to one particular girl or being married to one particular woman, that is scarcity mindset really. It's like saying, you know, there's only this restaurant and, you know, this is menu. This is the only menu you can have at the restaurant. There's only one restaurant. This is the only menu. It's like going to, you know, a place where there's only one restaurant in town and you don't have a choice. Um... You know, but I, I think that obviously nature and evolution has put in place several tricks uh, and balances to make men do certain things. Um, and one of them, I think, is that a man likes to feel uh, affection and love. And... A man, you know, has been conditioned to want to actually put himself in harm's way to pay for other individuals and that is not his own benefit. You know, which is it's just pure and utter madness. Utter madness. Um, you know, so... In being a young guy, this is the terrible irony. I mean, if there are young guys listening to this, um, the terrible irony of this is, you know, you'll see in the media that, uh, you know, you'll feel sad and dejected that you haven't got a girl or that you haven't had sex. Um... And that's society, that's media programming, that's programming to make young men feel sad and unworthy that they haven't got a girlfriend. And also you've got, of course, the, the biological reasons what makes man want to be uh, with a female. Um, so the... The vital thing, the vital thing, so vital that your life depends on this information, is so vital that your life depends on being aware of this information, understanding evolution, understanding 
the survival of the fittest and even you know the the uh, animalistic behaviour that is so well hidden. So it's so very important to see this. It's so very important to actually say, wait, whoa, wait a minute. Is it my best interests to be in a long-term relationship or to cohabit with a female or anyone for that matter? I mean, let's face it, this sort of dynamic probably goes on with gay people as well. Because we're all um, animalistic. So these sorts of things probably, I can imagine, play out as well in a gay relationship to some degree. Um, in actual fact, you do see a gay relationships. You see there's one that's slightly more feminine and one slightly more masculine. So there these dynamics, even in gay relationships... But for young men listening, um, it's so very vital to look for your own well-being and your own wealth and health. And frankly, that means just um, living in the present moment and not getting attached. And this is the difficult thing, you know, if you see a very pretty girl and very fit and everything... And her, you know, her personality is wonderful. It is so easy to get attached. Um, you know, I mean, it's probably not going to happen these days. I think, you know, there's not that many girls that are really feminine and really sweet and pleasant nowadays. But even if you did meet one, she's still going to have these animalistic tendencies and, you know, um, still going to want the, the man to sort of provide for her to his own expense and detriment, I might add. Okay? So, you know, as a young man, listening to this, if you haven't had sex or you're a virgin or you haven't had a girl, well, I say, as an older man, I say, you're in a lucky, fortunate position. <laughs> as I said, there are many opposites in this world, and that's one of them, where you can actually, possibly, if you get this information soon enough, you can rise above it. Um, if you can rise above your sexual desires and urgencies, you can work on your own health and your own wealth and your own happiness. And you can, uh, it, the irony is in doing that, you can easily become a very desirable guy. And uh, you can easily become wealthy, you know, healthy, and all the rest of it. And, and the irony is you'll have the pick of females in that situation. And we're coming into a very, very difficult time. 
the next few years are going to be incredibly difficult. So we all know what's going to happen. Uh, girls, females are going to be desperate because they're going to lose their strong and independence. They're going to lose their, you know, their jobs that has provided them with what a man would provide. And they're going to be desperate. These strong and independent women are going to be the most desperate creatures. And so they're going to be deploying all sorts of uh, methods that have worked in the past. Those methods, I do believe, will include, um, you know, being very forward in trying to attract a man. And I do believe that all of this sort of masculinity that females uh, display will be quickly dropped. Uh, you know, the tattoos, the, the nose rings, all of this type of thing will be quickly dropped. The strong and independent women will quickly switch tactics to try to snag a man, um, to snag him for what she can't do. And that is, she doesn't have the ability to work like a man. She can't really cope with it all. So all of this is going to play out in the next few years. Um, and uh, I think, I do believe, I think that we're going to see the return of another manipulation tactic, which is the return to femininity. Return to femininity. I think we're going to see a lot of girls displaying femininity. They're going to be displaying, you know, the long hair, um, the dress, the long dress. And they're going to be, you know, not fat. They're going to be, you know, thinner. Um, all, all possible, all things possible to snag a male okay so that's what's coming the return of femininity i predict that will be the next thing that will be coming out down the pipeline in the next few years um but the, the main thing is to remember to sort of you know feather your own nest and to make your own self as strong as you possibly can in these next years coming um you know, try as pos much as possible to reduce your uh, outgoings and to live a very, as much as possible, a frugal life. I mean, this is going to be essential skill to, li to live um, a frugal life. Uh, in some instances, very frugal indeed. You know, uh, you know, not uh, to buy that expensive car not to buy that you know maybe a two-bedroom place buy try to buy one bedroom place or you know you might end up you know having to do all sorts of things to try and reduce your costs so that you can live a, a slightly easier life than most of the people who have uh, 
you know, lived lived it large, they're gonna they're gonna come down to earth with a huge crash. So this is the time to be very, very, very um, mindful of reducing your needs, your um, material needs. <clears throat> and in fact, uh, there are some very good preppers channels on YouTube that I follow and they talk about the impending situation. Um, so it's very vital to you know, very much reduce your outgoings. That's the only thing I think you can do in the short term to make sure you live very, very simply and cheaply. Um, I think that way uh, it would be the best way possible. Um, and, uh, you know, on the whole, I would also say that, you know, you can... As Coach Greg Adams says, he, she, he treats females as service providers. I mean, if, if you don't want to do that, I think the only option is, um, uh, you know, a doll or something like this, which uh, <laughs> I must admit, I wish I had had access to a doll and I wish I'd had the wisdom that I now have. Um, it would have saved me so much pain. Alright guys, so I hope this blog helps some of you out there. And uh, I hope that you can build on your happiness. Um, whatever that might be. So I'm going to sign off now. And I look forward to the next one. Bye for now.